Hanukkah. Say thank you for your battles. We all know the story of Hanukkah. Why is the holiday called uh, Hanukkah? The names of holidays are the essence of the holiday. Sukkot, Masukot, and there's Chach, and there's Sukkah, Pesach, Pasach, as it jumped over the houses, right? And Purim, he pilled poor, coming through lots, so Hanukkah is dedication. Yeah, okay, so all your kids came over from school and said, Oh, Chanukah, hey, they rested on the 25th. Which, well, the war really went on for a long time afterwards. But at a certain point, they rested on the NFU. But what's the essence of the day? Like, go to the store. Right? What's the holiday for? Oh, I think more. Bashir, Ms. Moore. Chanukah, Hamizbeah. They dedicated the Mizbeah. Chanukah is Chanukah Sabayat. Is a Hanukkah is a dedication, and we are celebrating the fact that uh, Ms. Bear was a mess, pigs, oh my gosh, and Hanukkah Hamiz Bear. So we, the holiday is a name after the Hanukkah Hamiz Bear, and therefore we celebrate, we may have a holiday called Hanukkah. And we celebrate Hanukkah Hamiz Bear by lighting of a note. We're lighting a menorah to celebrate the holiday of Hanukkah Zemizbeach. What's, what's, what's the connection? It's Hanukkah Zemizbeach, and we, well, yeah, there was the miracle of the menorah. Yeah, yeah, true, right? But the holiday is called Hanukkah Zemizbeach, and what do we do to commemorate Hanukkah Zemizbeach? We're lighting a menorah. Like, isn't that all? Well, the Ramban, absolutely. The Ramban connects it. Says the Ramban, right? Uh, Ramban is concerned about uh, what the the smichos aparshios is a whole twelve uh, day all the nesim are bringing carbonos for Hanukkah samizbeach back in the in in, in the midbar in the desert in the mishkan right and then the very next thing that happens is Kodesh Baruch tells Moshe to tell Aaron by lots when you light the menorah da 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 what shyface why all of a sudden poof comes the how luck about you know, lighting the menorah in the mishkan and of course the famous Ramban right what's the connection. She says, The 12 tribes, they all brought carbonos for Hanukkah HaMizbeah, not Shevet Levi, right? Aaron was all upset. I wasn't involved. I, I missed out. I, what's going on? I, I, he felt he, he left. He, he missed the whole thing. You tell him. I'm quoting. Yes, Hanukkah, there will be another Hanukkah, right? That was Hanukkah Hamizbeach, the 12 Shemotim brought carbonos for Hanukkah Hamizbeach, they brought sacrifices on the Mizbeach, but Aaron wasn't involved, so says the Kodesh to Moshe, don't worry, tell Aaron, yes, Hanukkah there will be another Hanukkah, Hanukkah Hamizbeach, she's one of the which will involve the lighting of candles. But Yosef by Yisrael, Al Yedei Banecha Nisim Uchuais, and through your children, our own, because Hashemunayim were 
Kohanim, of course. For your children, there'll be great miracles, and, and, and it's, it's going to be it's a wonderful yomtif. This is Chanukah's base Hashmonoi, and therefore, the lighting of the menorah is put right after the story of the Shavuotim bringing Chanukah Samus because I'm like, Miss Daddy said, don't worry about it, there's going to be another Chanukah Samus which involves lighting the menorah, and that's Kohanim do, and that whole thing is going to be through your uh, descendants. But I still don't get it. Chanukah Samus Be'ah, you bring Karbanah Samus Be'ah, lighting the menorah, lighting the menorah. Those are two different things. Like, but they seem to be that they're interconnected. What's the connection? That is our first question. Well, of course, you know, uh, you know, we can't just do one question. Nobody does one question, right? Well, another question. Yeah, well, let's go back to the story. So it was like really bad times. Everybody knows it. Bad times. Uh, the Greek guy just no Shabbos. Maybe pigs out of his bear. It was bad news. Well, let's go back to the song. Well, what does the song tell us about all the bad news? It says now, as you all know, most or that's actually one verse that that talks about the a Greek exile, just the other Golios, etc. The one, of course, Yvonne Nikbrits who alive. That 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 that's our Hanukkah verse. Yvonne Nikbrits when the Greeks came. And you know what they did? Porzuchomos Mikolai smashed all the the basement, desecrated the base of Mikdash. They Timukalashmanim, and they made all the oil tame. And there was a little oil, and it lit lit for eight days. Yay, yay. Timukalashmanim. I mean, that is true. Timukalashmanim. They're absolutely correct. They did make all the oil tame. But we're talking, you know what was going on then? Their life was, they were pigs out of his bed. You couldn't do Shabbos. I mean, okay, that's not good that the oil's tummy. I'll grant you that. But that's what you mentioned in the song? That was the problem? The Yavon and Nick were a lie. You know what they did? They messed up the oil. They did a lot more than mess up the oil. Why? Why, why did that get mentioned? Why is that such a big deal? Of anything else that was going on? The answer is to answer this. We have to go back to Sukkot. And not the, not the concept of Sukkot. But to our last Sukkot in Eretz Yisrael. I mean, Rich, uh, next Sukkot will all be in Eretz Yisrael. But as most of you know, we lived uh, uh, a, a very long time in Eretz Yisrael. For six out of our seven children were born in Eretz Yisrael. What was what will what ended up as being our last circuit scenario to Israel? So uh, my oldest at the time was uh, about a twelve-ish. That's pretty good for a father to remember how the kids were, and then another five kids under her, right? Um, so we had a meeting uh, in, in Eretz Yisrael when we when we were living there. That every circuit, so before circuits, I you know to get all the kids out of the house. So we all got on a bus. And we all trooped down to Agula to Mayor Shogim and walked around and went to the Shuk. And we all, every year we bought a new Sukkot decoration. Kids got to pick out, or maybe you fool ones, and how expensive it was. Everybody got to pick out. Now, I was a little Israeli, a minimum, minimum sheer Sukkot. But okay, but uh, it extended into the non-kosher part covered by the upstairs uh, porch. But every year we got to buy new And every year my kids wanted the same decoration. Abba, Abba, right? Israeli kids. Abba, Abba, what? Abba, what? Abba, we want that. We want, we want that. I said, you want what? That that one. The Olot, the Olot, the lights. What lights? They 
wanted the little twinkly lights. Ah, you must shop a shop in my lavada. Like with the white beard, like the Kadnavan, Asabasha made the little fat Zadi with a twinkly light. We want that, Abba. And I said, Are you nuts? We are not buying little twinkly colored lights with a little white bearded, red coated, fat Zadi. We're not buying that. Lama, Lama, everybody has them. Abba, everybody has them. Why don't we have them? And I said, we're not buying them, okay? That's it, we're just not buying them. Anything else? Don't buy them. And this went on every year. Abba, I said, don't start with a light. Abba, I said, don't even think about it. Not happening. But yeah, children are very good at wearing these out, right? And Rabbi Feigenbaum, parenting course for big bucks on my website. You couldn't handle it? Well, yeah, you know, in the parenting course, you will learn this. Sometimes you got to pick your battles. So what was going to end up being our last subject that we didn't know it yet, I, I couldn't listen to it. I said, okay, bye, the lights. I come home. My wife is aghast. I can't believe it. I, you think I'm done. You, you traveled around with them for three hours and that show, and you, you fight with them about it to put up the dumb lights. And they're having the greatest time. They're screwing them up and they're plugging them in and they got them all out. And comes night, first night of sukkah, and we walk inside our sukkah and we're going to make kiddish. And the kids are just, look, the Lord is a delight. And I'm going, I'm going to kill myself. When, when, did, when did things change? Well, because Broker decided that, that we were supposed to then move to Toronto. So he <laughs> arranged that for us. Thank you very much. And uh, we, we moved to Toronto, and it comes uh, December time, and, and this was back in the days, remember, we could to, like, travel from Canada to the United States without masks and things, and, yeah, I don't remember such a thing, but there used to be such time, and my uh, my in-laws were alive at the time, and uh, so we went to New York, it was Brooklyn, I took him to take the kids down to downtown, and we let's see New York, at the time he thought we were just going to be in, in, in Canada for a year, Obviously, Cody Barco knows better, right? But uh, so I got to take them see the sights. You know, they've never been in America like before. So we take them downtown, and 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 we're we're walking around, and they all the trees with the hey, Abba, Abba, it's the other Sukkot lights. I said, yeah, the Sukkot lights. Why are they on those trees? I said, well, let me explain to you something. I said, look, there's that little red coated uh, Saba. And there's like one on every corner, right, with these little Bell Salvation Armies, right? And they're beginning to realize that, oh, we get it. And I explain, and I'm Jewish holiday, and then that, and lights, and do, ba ba. Then they found, of course, it was all messed up as we passed by one little, uh, you know, red uh, coated uh, jolly fellow. And he goes, hey, I said, oh my gosh, an Israeli Yorick. Santa Claus. So that, like, so it took me an hour to explain that. All right. So then the lights were lights. Lights are lights are lights are lights. Twinkly lights are twinkly lights are twinkly lights. It's a sensitivity. As far as they were concerned, they're pretty little twinkly lights. So as I was concerned, it's like a void of Zara in my sucker. See, oil is oil. No. Oil is, is not oil. There's tar oil and there's tame oil. Can you see the difference? No. To the untrained eye, you light it, there's a fire, it works. But the Greeks changed our sensitivities. 
and we lost the ability to appreciate the fact that even if you can't completely see it, but if you're really sensitive, you can like smell it and you, you just don't use tummy oil. See, we now understand much better the Rambam. It says the Rambam like this. No, so what, what, what was going on? You know, what, what happened? It says the Rambam. By Shani, Sigamazin in Gestan, Yavan made decrees of the Nasel, or Nicholas, like they wouldn't let him like Tyra. Listen. Upashtu, Yadam, Bimamonam, Oviv, Nasayam. Pashtu, Yadam. They stuck out their hand and touched their money and their daughters. They went into the basic condition, of course, and they, they messed it all up. But so let me tell them things were really difficult. What do you mean, Pashtu Yadam? They touched. What, 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 what do you mean they, they touched their money? Uh, many years ago, there's a, you know, talk, as you said, he has a talk radio program, right? So there's a talk radio here, CFRB 1010, talk radio, you know, traffic and weather together. And um, there was a show on a Easter, not to get the traffic and stuff, but it was catch the end of the shows. And there was a show that was on there, and I remember it, it went like this. It was, this is Brian Costello taking care of your money. And it was advice how to take care of money. <laughs> he did a very good job. He ended up in jail, unfortunately. But it, Brian Costello taking care of your money. Where's the flaw there? Even if Brian Costello would be an honest guy. Any minute of his advice was, was good. He's not taking care of your money. Had Brian Costello possibly phrased it appropriately, maybe things would be different. Brian Costello should have said, this is Brian Costello helping you take care of the expense account that the good Lord gave you in order to do mitzvot and make the world a better place. That is the proper phrasing. We don't disassociate ourselves from the material world, but it's a means towards an and to which we have to give an accounting, did we use HaKadosh Baruch money in the best way possible in the limited time we have here to accomplish with it and anything else he gave us, our brains, our artistic talent, our social abilities, our whatevers, did it's all an expense account and did we use it properly? Um, uh, <laughs> My students once uh, once spoke about the idea that uh, there was a very popular phrase for a while going around, he, he who dies with the most toys wins. And I, I spoke about it in school at the time, like, you know, this, that's not our concept. Why, I die with the most toys? Like, right, it's ridiculous. So one of my students found a magnet, which it had like this. He who dies with the most toys, right, crosses out the word wins and says, still dies. And I said, that shot, folks. He who dies for the most toys <laughs> still dies. We do Gashmias. What's Gashmias? The materialism Gashmias. Gashmias from the word Geshem. Rain. Rain is the life-giving force. Rain is water. We do water. We do the material world. But Geshem is rain that clearly comes from the heavens. You know that Geshem comes from, it's a gift from a Kodesh Baruch you want to make yourself tahar so you can use the material world properly and you'll have a good sense of smell and you'll smell what's appropriate and not? How do you make yourself tahar? You dive into Gashmias. You don't run away from it. A mikvah. What's a mikvah? Gashmias. 
It's Geshem. It's rain. Rainwater from a Kodesh Barco. Rainwater directly from a Kodesh Barco. You understand that that rainwater, that, that materialism, is to, as a gift from Hashem, you dive in and say, thank you for this great gift. Let me use it in the best way possible. Hashem Elohim did battle. Hashem Elohim had sword. Hashem Elohim had shield. Hashem Elohim went out to fight. But what they write on their shield? who is like you, among all the powers. Ail is power. the power in my hand, right, to harm you, said Lavan. Ail is power. There's power there. Sword is a power. Money's a power. Lobbying your congressman's a power. Voting is a power. Wearing masks is a power. Trying to influence things is a power. Looking for a vaccine is a power. I don't know what the world's going to look like when you're watching this. I'm recording this a little bit after Rosh Kodesh Kislev. Who knows what's going to be by the time you're seeing this. I have no idea. But there's a lot of powers that we're using. And you got to use the powers. You got to use your shield. You got to use your sword. You got to lobby. You got to write letters. You got to go out and vote. You got to wear your masks. You've got to do that. you got to social distance. you got to use those are powers. But understand that of all the powers, of all these powers, which we do the best we can with those powers, is the one who decides the final result. We do our shtadlis, and we just go back and we learn, and we dive it, and we move on. And whatever Kodjabar is going to do, that's just going to be the best thing possible. Oil is oil is oil is oil is not. They both give life. But there's a very subtle difference between Tame oil and Tahar oil. Tame Gashmias and Tahar Gashmias. It, it, it looks like money. It looks like a voting machine. It looks like a mask. It looks like a car. It looks like a bank account. But it's a sensitivity to understand where it fits in. And then it's a means towards a greater end. And it's a gift. And it's a hishtadless. And it is a power. But it's only Micha Mocha Hashem. Power. Pashtu Yadon, they touched. They made tummy. They touched our money. And we lost our sensitivities to it. And that was a terrible thing. That was the greatest injury they could do because we didn't even realize it. We didn't understand it. We didn't even sense it. We didn't realize, okay, you know, a pig on his bear is a pig on his bear. That's a bad thing. And I don't do pigs on on his bears. And not allowed to keep shopping. I'm going to keep shopping. That's an easy battle. But to smell. The tuma of the oil, that subtlety, and that's a whole nother sheer understanding the Kedusha of the Jewish home, understanding the Kedusha of the Bas Yisrael, to understand that uh, there's more to a shidduch than an airbrushed photo that the best boy in Sydney Shiva has to see, because otherwise he can't build a Bais Nemun be Yisrael. Don't get me started, it's another old sheer. Let's take it deeper, my friend. Hashemunoy went out to battle. They won. Neis Gadol Hayasham. Neis Gadol Hayasham. That's what we write in our our, our, our cradle. Neis Gadol Hayasham. Neis Nun Gadol Gimel Hayah Hey Shah. Fifth. Nun Gimel Hey Shin. The Gematria of Nun Gimel Hey Shin is 358. The Gematria of Mashiach is 358. 
And you know what else is 358? The gematria of Nachash, who poisoned our material world. 358, 3 plus 5 is 8, 8 plus 8 is 16, 1 plus 6 is 7. Nispar Katan of Mashiach is 7. Because Yemosa Mashiach will be a material world. Yemosa Mashiach is going to be food, money, car. It's going to be a material world. But it's going to be with Kedusha. It's going to be used properly. We'll have the right sense of smell. Shabbos is number seven. Seven is Kedusha in the material world. Yes, afterwards, Elam Habatchias, Amasim's a different existence. But the seventh year is Shabbos. The seventh year, Mos HaMashiach. That's the number seven. So seven, seven is a Kedusha in the material world. Makabim fought a battle. Neskadol Hayasham, 358, Mashiach. Three plus five is eight. Eight and eight is 16. One and six is seven. They put Kedusha back in the, in the material world. They waited until they had Tahar Shem and then let them know and fought their battle. And who tries to stop us? Our Nachash. That was what the Nachash wanted. He's also 358. He's also seven. He's trying to fool you. Oh, you're, you're going to be a better about Hashem this way. And I tell you, eat the fruit. You're going to be Baltic. It's what you really got to do. He, 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 he didn't want you to go off the barrack. He, he wanted me to be, be even a better Hashem. Tome. Nachash. Made it smell bad. We mentioned before another year in the Shurim Mashiach. You can see that on his website. What does Abdesser tell us? Abdesser tells us what's going to be the final battle, the final Nisayon in the end of days. It's going to be the battle of Kaychari Yotim Yadi. Said Abdesser, we went through the Holocaust in which our Nisayon was. We were helpless. And we thought that if we could just have more stuff to do, we could save ourselves. So then we, Kaychari flipped it around completely. Where, 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 where? We got it all, man! We have money. We have senators and congressmen. We have medicine. We have technology. We're connected. They need us. We have politicians. We have a vote. We have a say. We have an army. We have a country. We're smart. We're CEOs. We're big people. We're That'll be the final battle. Misunderstanding the material world. Where yes, shield, sword. But do you have the word makabi written on your shield? Do you understand Micha Mocha Boyri Mashem? That's what we need. What was the Maccabees' power? What was the Hashmanaim's power? How'd they pull that off? What was it that gave them their success? What do you need to battle this? Let's go back to our very first question. Very first question was Chanukah is Bayach. We celebrate that by lighting up the menorah. Ramban said, "Oh, Aaron Cohen, you missed the Chanukah is Bayach. Don't worry, there'll be another Chanukah is Bayach, and then another lighting menorah, which is what you do. What is lighting menorah? This is, I mean, it's two nice but big wet connections. Listen carefully, my friends. 
Let's do Chanukah Samizbeach, through a little tour of history of Chanukah Samizbeach. Well, got the Mishkan. That was your first Chanukah Samizbeach. Right, and they went, and they did Chanukah Samizbeach, and what was the result of it all? Fire came down from heaven and burnt the carbonos that were brought for Hanukkah on his Everybody saw the fire of Hashem. Wow. That's on the first Hanukkah on his How about the next Hanukkah on his back? I'm going to buy shame. There they brought the carbonos, etc. And Babayish Molay Anan Beis Hashem. Says in Divrei once again, fire from heaven, Kvayt Hashem filled the Beis Amidash. There was that Hanukkah Samizbeach. How about Well, what happened then, folks? Well, Bayashani was supposed to be even greater than the bias we show. Right? Says clearly. It's going to be full of kovai. It's going to be amazing. It's going to be bigger and greater. Wasn't. Read it in Ezra. They brought all the mitzvahs. They brought all the karbanas. They brought it all through. Hekrivu, the Chanukah's base, Elocha, Dinah, Tevin, Mea, all these animals. And, and, no fire from heaven. No Kvayt Hashem Nirab. No cloud of glory. Nothing. Gemara tells us, we all know, there were five things missing from the second base of Migdash that the first base of Migdash had. There was no Aram, Papyrus, Kruvim, Eish, Ushchina. There was no Eish. No fire came down from heaven. But, 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 but the Pasuk said that, that, that the second base of the was going to be greater. Greater. So it should have been super fire, double fire. But you're telling me the second base of the was, was worse or it, it didn't have any fire. What, 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 what happened? Sefer Akusri tells us. Says the Sefer Akusri. The presence of Hashem was supposed to be on them in the time of the second base of Nigdash like it was in the first one. Actually, it's supposed to be even greater. What went wrong? returned from willingly and said, "Wow, think of it, Yeah, let's go, let's do it." It's, you know, what's going to be a little difficult, you know, in Eretz Israel. You know, it's going to be going to be a little uh, tough. You know, uh, uh, you know, I, I don't know if I, it's many restaurants in here. It's going to be tough. Yeah, it was tough then too, boy. But they didn't go. Abel Rachman saw some Nanu. Only a few went back there still to build the second base of Migdash. Rubam, Most of them, and the most 
important on that. Nishanu b'bavel. Why did they say in bavel? Maskimim legolos. They prefer to be in golos and to be subjugated under a foreign power. As long as they didn't have to separate from their houses and their businesses. So they didn't go. They didn't go. There was no Messirus Nefesh. No Messirus Nefesh. Couldn't give up their houses. Couldn't give up their businesses. It was too hard. It was very difficult. It, they, they couldn't do it. So, as Akuzmi points out, yes, the second base of Migdash was bigger than the first one, materially. Since what it was important to them was material stuff. So it's okay, I'll make it the second base of Migdash bigger. Wait, you know what's called big? It's physically bigger. It lasted 420 years, not 410. So it lasted longer. Spiritually, which you clearly aren't willing to stick your necks out for, it was lousier. No serious nefesh. Came along the Hashmonayim, and they stuck their necks out. They didn't stick their necks out against the Greeks. That's, it's easy to stick your neck out against the Greeks. Greeks pet. You know who they had to stick their necks out against? The Misyavnim. The Yidden. Who said, you know, man, like, you gotta be normal. Come on, like, no, give me a break. That's so bad. They had to stick their necks out against them. The people who lost their sense of smell. Who didn't understand the difference between tummy oil and sour oil. That's what it's all about. They sucked their necks out. They were mice or nefesh. Read it and, and, and say for a Maccabee. They looked and they saw, my like, gosh, what a mess. Got you, Shalayim. They saw things are falling apart. They were just falling apart and they dived in there and they fixed it up and they fought the battles. They had a battle. They did an eight day Chanukas Hamizbeach. And how did they know that a Kachborhu was happy with what they did? He said, Fire! They had a menorah that burned for eight days. The menorah that burned for eight days was a sign from Hashem that they understood what they did wrong. And now this Hanukkah Sabbath had fire for it. Not fire down from heaven. They weren't thinking of that. But they saw the Kavarit Hashem. They saw the Nase. They saw the Shekhinah. And it was a response to their Messiah Snefesh. And therefore, we are celebrating Chanukah Mizbeach. And how do we celebrate Chanukah Mizbeach? By lighting the menorah to show that you want to have a Chanukah Mizbeach. You don't do it like they did it originally in the days of Ezra. A couple of wheel comes up and a nut schlepper. Somebody's like, well, I'll send money. That's okay. Right? And, and, and then that's it. That you get that. Chanukah Mizbeach. No light, no fire, no shkina, no gourmet. I'll tell you what a Chanukah Mizbeach is. A Chanukah Mizbeach is a then you're going to see fire. So we light the fire to say, you want to have a Chanukah Mizbeach? You want to have tar oil? You want to be able to keep your sense of smell among the Yivanim and the Misyavim? You got to be Meister Nefesh. You're Meister Nefesh. You get light. And that's when you say, we're going to be a Chanukah Mizbeach, a real Chanukah Mizbeach, with the Mesiris Nefesh that's needed, and there'll be a menorah and there'll be light. Doesn't matter how big your laurels are. Can't rest on them.
what, what's, what's, what, what's, what's the greatest Mashir Knepesh today, folks? What, what do you think? What, 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 what do you think is what we have to be most hard thing to do? The, the, the most, most in that Good old internet. That, 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 you know, almost anything. The answer is internet. In, internet. That Mashir Knepesh, Sneer, Sneer is always a good one. Yeah, that, that, uh, 100%. Nice about oil, so many people, so many difficulties. Right at some point, it's like, you know, it's hard to feel bad. You, you, you keep up that idea. But that's bad. I would like to propose the following. Based on the story, which I said before, you've probably heard this before. If you've seen my, my shiurim, it's in many of those shiurim. My favorite story. We'll do it quick, because most of you have probably heard it. There's a guy who wants to say, Kaddish, his father, Nishnagadah, his father passed away, but he travels a lot. In the old days, when he used to travel. <laughs> okay. Right, and he travels a lot. Secretary from uh, from young lady, she understands, you know. Got God David, he has to make me. Never misses a minion. Never misses a shakris and shakris. You know, he's running shakris. My ribbon, you know, lives in New York. You can't find Mark pretty late at night. Remember, it's tricky. You can't control the sun, you know. Right, so he's flying from uh, Miami to New York, and uh, he, you know, he he he, he knows things are always delayed. So he makes sure he's going to get it enough time because he has to make mincha. He has to leave Miami. He can't stay there for mincha. It's not going to work. But he has to get to it. But he was early enough, even if the flight's delayed. He, and in fact, he even decides to, to land in JFK, which is further from his house. But you know, JFK is so close to like Far Rockaway, so I thought that he he'll, he can get to a show quicker from JFK than he can from from Laguardia. So he, he he's he's good. Okay, he's waiting in the airport. He's doing okay. He's waiting in the time. Okay, flight delays, flight delays, flight plane. Then okay, I'm getting on. Hey, getting on the plane. <laughs> doing good. Gets on the plane. Right, they pull away from the gate. Right, that's the way. Uh, you know, okay, we're about to raise, I don't know, that second, third line for a takeoff. Oh, psh, for a ten, close it. Oh, we're very sorry. There, there's, a, there's a bit of a problem, a bit of a delay. Uh, we, we won't be taking off for a little bit of a while. We're really sorry. Oh, that, that's not good. Now, you can't get off the plane. It's on the runway. And he says, oh, do you know what? Well, we don't know. It's a little bit of a problem. Might be delayed. Um, so, but it's not it. Right? So, what am I going to do? I got to say, Kaddish. I got to say, Kaddish. Never be Kaddish. What, what am I going to do? He said, Get a hold of yourself, man. This is a flight from Miami to New York. You gotta get another nine million on this airplane. Forgot. He looks around. He goes to the stewards. I need to. You know, my father died. I say prayer for the dead. Right. Uh, I think we can make a little prayer service. He said, uh, yeah, but like quick. I mean, we're going to be delayed for another, like 40 minutes or so. So he basically just do it. And, you know, be, you know, and then you'll be okay. Okay, I got the steward service. Okay, we're the back. Okay, we were, we were sitting here for a while. The mincha, 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 mincha. And all the time, in the airplane, the guy said, I guess, Kaddish, me, it's over. Five, okay, got two, two, two three, four, four, five, six, seven, Running out of people, he looks around. He sees a guy. He says, "Okay, that guy's Jewish." Pardon me, you Jewish? Well, yeah, I'm sort of Jewish. How Jewish? I'm like half Jewish. Which half? And my mother's Jewish. That's the right half. <laughs> Great. I said, "Well, I'm not really." I said, "It's okay. Uh, I have to say Kaddish. Oh, Kaddish. Yeah, I know Kaddish. Yeah, my father. Oh, your father. I'm so sorry. So, could you just join us here? Well, I said, "No, it's okay. You just stand here. You know, you're wearing a cap. It's okay. Yeah, good. Okay, yeah, yeah. So, uh, right. Okay, I'll, I'll, I'll join your. You know, your, your lucky do a little. Okay, that's great. Okay, we're at eight. Need nine. Looking around. Looking around. Not a guy. Do you Jewish? Right? He goes, "Yeah, well, sort of." He said, "How sort of?" He said, oh, "My mother's Jewish. I know that's the right answer, but I'm not religious, and I don't really do this. I'm really uncomfortable." I said, "Yeah, but listen, you got it, my my father." Father died, Kaddish, you know, the old Kaddish line. Right, okay, I don't know what to do. I don't even have it. He said, but, you know, well, just don't, don't worry about your head. You just, just stand there. I was like, I don't know what to do. Said, the guy, you stand next to him. When he goes like that, you say, oh, man. just say, oh, man, you'll be okay. Said, okay, I got it. 
he needs number 10. Like, well, he's got nine because Brooke has sent to a 10th. There's got to be another guy. So how does he know who's another Jewish guy? Look for the one who's desperately trying not to be noticed. So he sees a guy who's buried into a magazine and said, dash him. So he goes over and says, you're Jewish. Uh, you're Jewish. He goes, yeah, I'm Jewish. He said, how Jewish? Uh, not Jewish enough. He said, well, how's not Jewish enough? He goes, is your mother Jewish? My mother's Jewish, but I don't do this stuff. I, I don't, I don't, I don't do this stuff, and I don't do these things, and I, I can't. I do it. And he gives you, my father died. I need to say a prayer for my dead father. Guilt. Okay, I don't know what to do. I don't have a head covering. I don't speak Hebrew. It's just damn there. To stand there, you stay next to this guy, they go bam, bam, you'll be fine. And Suda says, We're running out. Says, Everybody got it, we got it. And then you're the guy next to him. One guy says, Put his hand on his head, he doesn't know what he's supposed to do there. They go, All right, bam. I mean, oh, man, bam. Oh, man, bam. Oh, man, bam. And he finishes. Oh, man, shit. Okay, we're taking off. Well, get it. Nathan didn't fly. Do you know what happened the next morning? Unbelievable. Listen. The next morning, the sun rose. Impressive, huh? When I told this story in school, so the kid said, Rabbi Feigelman, that's not funny. No, like, really, what happened? I said, the sun rose. Yeah. Yeah, but what happened? That was it. The sun rose. The guy got up in the morning, and he was able to get out of bed, open his door, and, 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 and see the blue sky. That's a miracle. No. Did the non-religious fellow discover that he's a great-great-grandson of the Chavetz Chaim? Did somebody miraculously become better? Somebody do tshuva and now he's some famous Marbitz Tyra. Unbelievable. What a great story. Cheesy video. Little background music. Da, 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 da. Fancy graphics. No. So that's the hardest Messiris Nefesh. To realize that the sun rose. That's a miracle. Famous question. Hanukkah's eight days. There was enough oil for one day. The miracle was only seven. What's the other day? My favorite answer, because just the fact that the, you can light a candle, that's a miracle. You strike a match, you put a jar in it, like, that's a miracle. It's as big of a miracle as no oil lighting. It's, it, it, the sun rises, it's all the same to our country's Barfu. We got to celebrate that as much as we got to celebrate anything else. That takes Messiah Snefesh. Yeah, it's easy to sit back in your armchair and watch some cheesy video with a heartbreaking story with beautiful graphics and a, a very wonderful announcer voice, right? And they're very earth-shattering and you got all the great images behind and then the right music at the right time. And this is a surprise ending and you feel it and then you feel wonderful and you turn it off and you go back and be the same jerk you were before. Yeah, that, that, that's, that's wonderful. How about a cheesy video about the fact that you can walk out the door, your, your hand works, you can actually walk, you can walk out the door, your eyes see, and you can look up and you see the sun. How about that? that and what's wrong with that? That's no good. That, that's not inspiring. To see the Kedusha in the sunrise. To smell the tuma of impure oil. That's the Messiah Sinefish that we need today. To do our Hashtadlis. To do what we gotta do. But to have the Messiah Snefesh be able to sit back and say, it's all Hashem. The same Hashem that has the sun rise will take care of all the other 
seemingly crazier things because nothing's crazy for Hashem and nothing's miraculous and nothing's difficult. It's all the same. To us, some things can be weirder and crazier and some things to be less weird and less crazy. But it's all of all the powers, any powers, every power, COVID power, sunrise power, any power, you know, presidential election powers, the, the, the governor's powers and, 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 and politician powers and mass powers. And it's all the same. Let's end it. I have no idea. As I said, I don't know what the world's going to look like while you're watching this. I have no idea what, what, what things are going to look like. Mr. Shemmer is going to be peachy, andy, dandy, and it's almost going to be hard to remember what all the craziness was like. It mirrors that shit. But clearly, so many struggles. So many struggles over the last few months. Personal struggles, community struggles, school struggles, family struggles, social struggles, kids are struggling. Nasa struggling. Yikes! So many struggles. They tell the story. I, I, I don't know who they say it about. I don't know if it's, I don't know if it's apocryphal or it's not. But, you know, some of the Rebbe's said that he was very poor. He said, because your brother loves me. So he loves you. He says, yeah, because your brother always gives you what you need, right? Well, he, he, he must know that what I need is poverty. And can I know? He gave me so much. We live in crazy times. You know why? Because the knows what we need. And we need battles. We need struggles. You know what happens when you get a lot of battles? You say, <laughs> thank you. One last question. Alanisim. Alanisim. I won't sing. Alanisim, we thank you for the miracles. I get that. Porkon. Salvation. Saved us. Gvuga. Strength. Chuas. Thanks. Viala Milchamos. And the battles. You mean thank you for, for winning the battle? It didn't say winning the battle. It said thank you, Hashem, for the Nisim, miracles, Perkon, Gruos, Chuos, salvation, and all the help. And, and thank you for the battles. Because we need a battle. We don't see it ourselves. Coach Berko has to send us a battle. It's a gift, folks. Or light. Hanukkah, the holiday of light. Everybody knows what's the 25th word of the Torah. Or, buffet, 25, kind of a, but he's the kid's life. Cool. Aleph of Reish. Aleph of Reish is 207. Two and seven is nine. Emmets is 441. Emmets is nine. Nine's a universal number. You can't play around with Emmets. Two times nine. Two times nine. One times nine. 2 times 9 is 18, 1 plus 8 is 9, 3 times 9 is 27, 2 plus 7 is 9, 9 times 4 is 36, 3 plus 6 is 9. You can't play around. We need MS. Light is what you see it for what it really is. And it's sort of MS. You take MS. Take away the elephant. That's only one. It's the smallest thing we got. It's mace. It's not sort of MS, quasi MS, a little bit MS. Sort of MS, you know, what makes you feel comfortable, MS. And, 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 and relative MS. MS is MS is MS. It's not. It is what it is. It does take away the elephant, the one. And your mace, you're dead. There's no one between, folks. And how do we get to that or What's the 25th place in Parshas Masai that B'nai Shel camped and they traveled through the desert? Everybody knows. Chashmona. We need the Messiah Snefes of Chashmonoim to get the light. We need clarity. And you know what clarity we need? We need the clarity that we have no clarity. We need to understand that we don't understand nothing. That's what the clarity is. We need to have the Messiris Nefesh to realize that sunrise is as amazing as any of the craziness that has happened. 
and the out of the ordinary wacko stories and books and, and we need the clarity to know that Micha Melcha Hashem. We need the clarity to know that there's powers and we gotta use the powers and we have an expense account, we have to use it wisely. And we have establishes to do, and we don't discount that, and we put on our shields and we have our swords, but we live with Micha Mocha Mashem. And we thank you for the battles, because without the battles, we would be sleeping through this all and missing the whole point. But if we wake up, we thank Hashem. Thank you for the battle, for thanking you for making me realize and understand what my values really are. Thank you for making me realize what is Tame oil and what is Tahar oil. Thank you for the battles because they make me a stronger and better person because I finally have the clarity that I need to know that I don't know anything. <sighs> when you know that, you know it all. And Mr. Shem, we have it, Messiris Nefesh. We'll be Zochet too. As it tells us in the Ma'imot HaMashiach, HaMola Aretz, Deus Hashem, Kamayim Liyom, Nechasim, the whole world will be full of the knowledge of Hashem, and everybody will have light and clarity. Have a freilchen lichtik in Hanukkah. Thank you very much. For a free copy of Alanisim from my upcoming teen weekday sitter, so you can understand it in normal English, and other sample pages from the sitter, and many more shiurim, just go to RabbiYFeigenbaum.com Comments or questions, email me at RabbiYFeigenbaum at gmail. Thank you very much.